For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Public Service Commissioner Tim Eccles, and I started the Clean Energy Roadshow back in 2011 to help folks understand whether or not an alternative fuel vehicle would be right for their family, their business, their commute. So if I'm doing my math right, this would be the 13th annual, 13th annual Clean Energy Roadshow. Georgia Public Service Commissioner Tim Eccles joining us this morning as he kicks off that show, the roadshow, in Augusta, Peachtree City tomorrow and then Albany later in the week. Tim Eccles, thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, Tim, there wasn't much to show back in 2011, but wow, we've got, got a lot of choices now. Well, yeah, step us through that, the evolution of this. Go all the way back, Tim Eccles. What was the genesis of this? You know, when I when I ran for office in the Athens area, I, I lived in Winterville, and I really had an interest in alternative fuel, and I bought that old natural gas car. It was a Honda Civic. It ran on natural gas. I bought it right before I, I was sworn in, and... And there was no pump in Athens. I thought there was a pump, but there was. A, and I wound up, I wound up having to just preserve fuel every time I'd get back to Winterville, just so I could get back to Atlanta. So it was two years of torture uh, in that car. <laughs> um, and so I really learned, you know, about that whole range anxiety thing, not from an electric standpoint, but with natural gas. And I, I had a guy uh, come in on a Greyhound bus from Oklahoma and pay me more than i paid for that car because back then oklahoma was selling that natural gas for a dollar a gallon out mm. there and it was plentiful and so then i moved to a nissan leaf and uh yeah but in 2011 the only electric car you could buy was a little chinese electric car and a a tesla roadster there wasn't there wasn't anything available back then and you mentioned the, the what do they call it range anxiety now okay I'm, i've got my tesla i got my electric car and how far can i drive it without running out of fuel and getting jammed up someplace and not able to charge it uh that's less and less of a problem here in athens and elsewhere i gather yeah it, it is not uh, not a problem uh, i mean first of all you know you can charge it home in your garage and i i couldn't do that with a natural gas car you got to have a specialized equipment but all you need is a 110 outlet on an electric car. You know, in the case of an emergency, you can just leave it sitting there and charge, you know, right there or wherever you happen to be. But there are so many chargers that are out there. I mean, literally in Georgia, thousands upon thousands of them. So it's just a matter of, you know, uh, kind of planning out your course on where you're going. In fact, on our show this week, we're, we're featuring um, on Energy Matters, we're featuring a guy from a company named chargeway you can download the chargeway app and it you know it shows you where all the chargers are and you just kind of plan your route before you leave that day uh tim eccles georgia public service commission the clean energy roadshow by the way that show he mentioned energy matters eight o'clock saturday mornings here on wga you step us through this you're in augusta today the clean energy roadshow and as you say a few more options uh than when this thing started back in 2011 what do you have and what do you do at the clean energy roadshow yeah, we're at the Cyber Center, the Nathan Deal Innovation Campus, right here on the river in Augusta. So they've got a 
we're in the food truck area where they would normally have the food truck. So we'll have, you know, we'll have a class eight. Uh, that's a big, you know, semi. We'll have a class eight C and G truck. We'll have a Kia EV9, which is the new Telluride that's electric. Uh, they don't even make them here yet. They will be making them in Lagrange, Georgia, but they brought one over from Korea for us. So we've got that and that's really cool uh of course all the tesla products the chevy bolt the nissan leaf uh i mean there's just a uh almost your favorite brand is going to have some hybrid or plug-in hybrid these days for you to try out uh so any any of the dealers in athens you know could could allow people to test drive electrics of all types. Tim Eccles, Georgia Public Service Mission, Clean Energy Roadshow today in Augusta, tomorrow Peachtree City, later in the week, Albany. I, I read a headline the other day, and I need to get around to, to doing a deeper dive on this, but the headline indicated that states, I don't know if Georgia was included among them, but it said states are running into a bit of a problem uh, as electric vehicles gain popularity, more of them on the road, means fewer vehicles pulling into the gas station, the convenience store, fueling up and that means fewer gas tax dollars and that's how we pay for road maintenance in georgia and i'm sure other states a, a similar business model what what's going to be done to address that what there are a number of options that are being proposed what, what's on your mind you know I, I think everybody forgot that in 2015 when they took away the state tax credit we had for evs that simultaneously they added a 200 dollars fee every time you get your tag. So everybody out there listening to us now, when they renew their tag, they probably pay $21 or you know something like that. Well, I pay $221 every year because it's now been adjusted for inflation. So they're already collecting it, Tim. They, they're, you know, I'm paying 10 times more uh, for my tag fee than you are with, uh, with your Honda Fit or whatever vehicle you happen to be driving now. And that was supposed to be the equalizer on the road tax. So it's actually already been put into Georgia law. Uh, is there more that needs to be done? I don't know what other states are doing. Is there more that needs to be done? There are going to be more and more of these vehicles on the road. I mean, if we run the numbers on this, is the $200, is that is that an effective offset? I think, yes, that is for the individual driver. I think now what the state's going to do is, is go to the electric charger and collect another couple of cents per kilowatt for those drivers maybe just going to Florida, coming through the state uh, that aren't paying a tag fee here. Let's, you know, let's figure out how to collect it from them. And so there is going to be a, a public charger fee per kilowatt uh, that people are going to be paying that's going to uh, kind of cover the rest of the road tax tax for the visitors that are coming through the state. Tim Eccles, Georgia Public Service Commission. I, I have made this comparison before. I don't know. You tell me whether I'm overhyping this or not. Uh, Governor Brian Kemp, in my estimation, and this is what I keep saying, the governor tried to turn Georgia into the Detroit of the electric automotive industry. I've lost count of the electric vehicle projects uh, already in the works uh, with manufacturing already taking place and, and soon to come, Rivian uh, and down there in Bryan County and all the batteries that are being cranked out SK up there in commerce. Any other number of jobs and job creation sites all swirling around the electric vehicle industry in Georgia. Uh, am I overstating it? Is Georgia trying to corner the market here? I, well, Governor Kemp's very aggressive on economic development, uh, and I don't know that he 
you know, is necessarily in love with electric vehicles himself, but I think he recognizes that they're paying, you know, great wages for people. So you got the big plant in, in commerce, you mentioned SK, and then you got the Rivian plant in Social Circle, and then Hyundai, and it's the, it's the Hyundai suppliers that are going to be just outstanding. Uh, there's, I think, already 17 of them in and around that uh, Ellabel area, which kind of goes from about Statesboro all the way, you know, down to uh, almost down to St. Simon. So you've got – it is going to be kind of like the battery belt, what people <laughs> are starting to call it. Yeah, Georgia being the battery belt. Tim Eccles, Georgia Public Service Commission. Got to ask you, too, as long as we have you, uh, Plant Vogel, Unit 3, Unit 4, the new reactors, new reactors at nuclear plant Vogel. A, a bit of a hiccup, I gather, in Unit 3. Had cranked up to 100% capacity in terms of generating electricity. And, and I, I'm not, an issue with a cooling unit, you t- step me through what's going on here. It's a little hydrogen leak, um, but... You know that that we call it phase one. We started at phase five, four, three, two, one as we were ramping up towards a, you know full commercial operation. And uh, and if you looked at a little chart of what phase one is designed to do, it is designed to find problems. So you're at ten percent and you trip it. Then you go up to twenty and you trip this part of the plant. And then you go up to thirty and you know, as a part of that, we we found you know several areas. We found a vibration issue that held us back a week or two. Now a hydrogen leak, but it's not it's not surprising that we're finding stuff because there's a, a lot of things to break over there. Uh, so I'm not I'm not discouraged. I, I'm I'm very optimistic that we're going to be you know in commercial operation by the end of July. So I mean we're you know we're here, uh, but. You want it right, you want um, because once we turn it on, we're not turning it off for quite a while. And I would this is intuitive on my part, and maybe I'm oversimplifying this. Okay, you're working with Unit Three now. You just stepped us through the process. You, you determine you catch a problem, you try to fix it, you resolve it. Unit Four, I'm guessing as you as you ramp up for Unit Four late this year, more likely early next year, get that one going, and, and finally bring this in for a landing. You learn a lot with what you're doing with Unit Three. It might make it simpler for Unit Four. Yeah, on everything. I mean, from the beginning, Unit 4 has been easier because Unit 3 has been the problem child, uh, you know, and as we've as we've had problems with welding and rebar and concrete. And, I mean, it's been uh, it's been a, a lot of a lot of issues, but it is a massive, massive plant, not just one construction site, but it's it's like hundreds of different projects. And, you know, on one particular, you know, small, tiny little island that we're you know that we're building on so i mean it is an incredible accomplishment that we're getting this done and uh, i think as we now look for the future and and what the projections are for the for the need for electricity and given the spike we had in natural gas prices i think we're going to be really glad we got this plan and tim eccles georgia public service commission clean energy road show today augusta tomorrow peachtree city and thursday uh down in albany personal question here and answer it or not what are you driving what is the tim eccles vehicle of choice at the moment yeah at this very second in this parking lot where i'm at today i'm in an f-150 natural gas truck so it's a lot like that honda i had except it runs on gasoline too so i don't i don't have range anxiety with this and then when i'm and then when i'm back uh in houston and i'm going to the capital i have my old nissan leaf and i drive that 
uh, back and forth to the Capitol because it's only 54 miles to, to the Capitol from my house. Tim Eccles, we'll leave it there. Tim Eccles on the Georgia Public Service Commission. By the way, Energy Matters, his show, 8 o'clock Saturday mornings here on WGAU. Tim Eccles, have fun. Thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, cleanenergyroadshow.com, everybody. Thank you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.